0: Welcome to the Flayo Podcast. This is Troy and Byers. and we are here with another edition of our late nights at Blockbuster. Uh, we're going to be discussing the 35th anniversary of the one, the only Bloodsport. It
1: feels really weird to call it the one and only when there's like 12 movies that are basically the same movie. After this, that, that
0: are all that are Jean all the Claude same. Yeah. Yes.
1: But it's we're the can, only one. It but should it's be the only,
0: yeah. It, it is the one that started the run of. You know what? We could just do that same movie and call <laughs> it something different, change his character name and change the villain's name, yeah, uh, and and we'll be good. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, uh, we, we will definitely not disappoint in that in that arena. Um, it's directed by Newt Arnold, which is a fantastic name. I think it's the only other Newt that I know other than Scamander. It's he was never directed another single movie ever again. He was the first <laughs> assistant director on really good movies that we love, Godfather Part Two, at least. All of these I love, but we're one of them. You'll one of them is not like the other for you. Godfather Part Two, Goonies, Blue Chips, and Blade Runner. Yeah. So, fires fires <laughs> is not a fan of Blade Runner. So, um, but all of those other ones, great movies. So, it's not like he didn't work or do a lot of work on good movies. It was just he never really got uh, the ability to do anything ever again <laughs> after this, which says something about his craft that he was respected but they're like yeah we're not gonna let you do anything again <laughs> why don't you just hey, go back to being 80. You can,
1: you can help out over here and when we need yeah. a certain thing you can do that but the overall no.
0: yeah no no no, no. no. Uh, we all saw that blood sport movie <laughs> uh the screenplay is by sheldon ledich uh who did rambo three lionheart Shopping. Double impact, <laughs> <laughs> and only the strong—you uh, could say that uh, he he shoehorned himself into uh, really uh, late eighties, early nineties uh, martial arts movies. So it's all good. We he all got have creative our, at one point. He you know said,
1: "What if there were two Jean Claude Van Dammes in this one? It did double <laughs> impact." <laughs>
0: Hey, remember the uh, dude that ran around like a monkey doing capoeira? <laughs> we need a whole movie of that, right. and and we'll just call it "Only the Strong." Yeah. So, uh, of course, all movies that I loved growing up. <laughs> so I can't make fun of it too much because I love. Actually, I didn't. I watched Double Impact one time, but Lionheart uh, was definitely uh, in heavy rotation in HBO. Yeah yeah along along with blood sport so let's get back to it uh christopher cosby is another person uh that was credited with the screenplay uh he only wrote this like that's his <laughs> only imdb credit it is fantastic it's like what did you do blood sport did you do anything else nope went out on top it's like, So yeah george uh, costanza leave on the high point <laughs> leave on the high point uh, mel friedman pretty much did this he was mainly an editor uh, did editing on a ton of movies, so we've got an a- AD that's been on a bunch of movies and an editor that we're just kind of like, eh, might as well just kind of let them write this movie and direct this movie, and then Frank Dukes, um, which uh, he's credited as they uh, based this on his life, and we'll we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll get, get into, into <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> I was like Myers and I, like you do any minimum research on. Yeah. on on bloodsport, and you find out really quickly what uh, frank dukes was all about so okay um so we'll we'll hit uh the the we have a very very small cast so i'm gonna hit uh most of the well we have a, a very small speaking um <laughs> part cast there is a million fighters there are 30 fighters in in the kumite I didn't realize that because some of them just like, it felt like it was the same guy, but they just switched gear, but it was like, no, that was a totally different dude. (laughs) If you go out there on the interwebs, you will find a uh, just search uh, blood sport fighters or something like that. And they'll rank somebody ranked like all the fighters in team in terms of like coolness. And I was like, that's a lot of work. Um, We don't have time for that. (laughs) that is not e- next week's episode after <laughs> right Sorry. right <laughs> uh so uh i thought that that was interesting that there was that many fighters i was like man once you think about it and you see like there there is a lot of fighting there are a lot of rounds but like 30 of them i was like geez, that's a lot so uh we've got jean-claude van damme as frank uh we've got donald gibb as jackson um and ray jackson he goes by ray that's why i was like why do they call him jackson in the uh, imdb but anyway uh leah air aris uh, um plays janice norman burton plays helmer uh forrest whitaker plays rollins uh roy chiao plays tanaka and bolo young plays chong lee and i gotta throw my boy uh victor yeah. some love here that's right victor's like probably has the most lines in this movie. Um, he's, he's played by, uh, Ken Su plays uh, Victor, and he's another assistant director. Like he like you go and you try to see like whatever else he was in, he plays little bit parts, but he's just kind of like the guy that they're like, oh, we need somebody to do this and we don't want to pay an actor. Go in there and, and just it. <laughs> do, <it. laughs> do, the, do the thing. <laughs> he, he's probably one of my favorite parts of this movie. He's just like throwing heaters out there. As soon as he makes any any entrance, he's just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this thing up really, really wild. Because <laughs> nobody else is doing anything <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> so, uh, what do you love about this movie, Virus? Well, he stole my thunder. I love Victor. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just kidding. I really did write that down. He's so hilarious, though. He's like half of my Drax Award is just Victor conversations or lines. But spoiler, he's not going to be my, my Palpatine Award. He was like the whole time. And then... Something else just trumped him, so I had to put him up here so that I could talk about Victor, but you did it for me. Thank you. Look, this movie wastes no time in giving you what you want, okay? This movie wastes no time in giving you what you want. Like, right away, we're just, like, training montage with all the Mm -hmm. guys getting their invitations. Like, we're just jumping in. We're going to show dudes fighting, and it takes a grand total of, like, 25 minutes before he's there. Like, oh gosh, that's it. And he's at the Kumite, like 25 minutes of getting in there. That includes like, he's going to flash back to his training. He meets Ray gets settled. And then we start fighting. Uh We're into the Kumite in under 30 minutes, which includes like multiple montages, even to get there. It's like just such (laughs) eighties gold. Um, like day one, they kind of ease in and then we just hit the montage and we fight a bunch and day two, we up the stakes, but we just do another montage basically, (laughs) um, and then we're like, we're there to the semifinals and finals and that's it. And like, there's your whole movie. I mean, like you have a couple little, little things interspersed between there, but it's yeah. This movie does not waste a lot of time, um, which is good because there's still plenty bad to talk about when we get to who Beep, right a little bit of time that they didn't use, <laughs> but Ooh. I still love it.
0: Still yeah. love it. I've got young Frank, played by the worst actor ever. (laughs) Like worst. That's got to be
1: somebody's kid,
0: right? Has to be.
1: Brought their kid to set today. We need someone to stand in a brief Frank.
0: Yeah, I I love that they they had no clue about sports other than uh, they were just like, oh, this is a Giants hat and a Giants shirt. Let's let's put these two things together: a San Francisco Giants hat and a New York Giants uh, shirt. they're the same thing right they say Giants yeah everyone will know that thank you I wrote that down later on
1: oh that was your nitpicks yeah it was in there (laughs) I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one who noticed it they're like wait this would never happen there's no one on the planet that is a
0: New York Giants and San Francisco Giants fan right um I I love that some kid was wearing a Bartles and James shirt in the school fight at the beginning of the movie like (laughs) I think it just it just goes to show that like we were we were wild man like uh late 80s early 90s we didn't even care we would wear some Bartles and James no rules. we'd wear uh what was the no fear shirts and uh <laughs> all kinds of good stuff i love frank's face as he hits the bricks uh when he's trying to demonstrate the dimac um to the uh to the tournament officials they're like hey even though we we told you that uh we needed you here and even though Victor went and picked you up and knew exactly who you were from the US we're still going to make you like like we don't like the looks of you we need you to demonstrate you don't look like a tanaka right we need you to demonstrate the death touch yeah uh, which has nothing to do by the way okay we're gonna get into that later nope nope we're gonna save that we're gonna save that okay uh i love chong Li's farmer below um as like that's his like warm-up to like getting into the into the fight i will show you disrespect by ejecting boogers out of my nose one nostril at a time <laughs> uh also love uh, chong lee's victory dance it's just like this like <laughs> it's a uh, king hippo uh, from Mike Tyson's punch out, <laughs> you can like hear the, the, the song in the background. <laughs> I'm sure somebody on the internet has put that, uh, put that t- together and put that noise. Um, oh. if not, we're going to do it after this and make all the money in the world. So, um, uh, I love Frank's face. I, I just love Beniam's faces in all of this movie, like whenever he's blinded uh, by Chong Lee in the uh, ultimate fight. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, I love Paco's like kickboxing style. Like he's like the Muay Thai guy that's like got his hands up the whole time. Yes, exactly. And he's just sitting there. Like he, a lot of people have like you can see like the little styles. Like I don't know anything about fighting, but I can I can be like, oh that's Capoeira, oh that's this, oh that's that. But he just looks cool, like the way that that he's uh, going about his business. Obviously. The, the winning looks cool from Chong Li and Van Dam. Um, <laughs> but uh, he just looks the part. And I just remember growing up, I always thought he was the cooler one that wasn't like the one of the main characters. So, all right. Let's jump into uh, favorite scenes. You, you, you kind of mentioned that every, everything kind of flows in. But I wrote out about... I got 15. Okay. We could literally get through like the whole plot we could give you the plot synopsis of this movie very quickly and I don't mind if we do (laughs) so let's just go for it let's go for it all right
1: I I actually don't have anything until the, the first flashback when he looks at the katana when he gets to the house and looks at the katana and flashes back and then you get this whirlwind of oh yeah Frank's childhood and life I love when he gets the the hat cut off of his or the bill cut off of his hat by the katana, like, yes. boy, he's there. <laughs> like, <laughs> the most psychotic thing ever. You know, you know all the scenes of him him defending the son. I love that awkward moment. Like mm, mm-hmm. he has to beat up the bullies because this kid's getting his butt kicked, and the kid's response is, "Someday I'm going to fight in the Kumite." Like, dude, you just got owned by
0: a bunch of scrubs. You're going to go fight. Right. A... You are a trained martial artist, and <laughs> you could not figure out how to do that. No <laughs> wonder he died. Oh, too soon. <laughs>
1: oh, we'll get to that we don't know how he died
0: right there's lots
1: of internet theory stuff. oh uh, nice lots of them but then he starts training and and with after after the sun's gone and he comes back and begins the training that you know he has his own catching flies with chopsticks he's just supposed to catch goldfish with his bare hands those kinds of things the the blindfolded tea I, in the beginning of his training where he just gets tossed like yeah. 12 times that's mm-hmm. all it is it's music and John Clyde Mandiam flying across the screen as he gets thrown again. And you don't see anything but him landing.
0: It's like, it turns into a Nolan movie for a second there because it's like a dream within a dream. It's like, he remembers like coming back and then he remembers coming like, or he, he comes back to see Tanaka, but then he comes back to when, like he came back whenever the son died. And yeah. I was just like, why is Jean claude van damme getting his butt kicked right now sorry why is frank getting his butt kicked right now um doesn't and you could tell like like he's pulling punches and like he's really like slowing it down like they should have done some kind of other hidden camera trick okay i'm getting into technical cinematography <laughs> stuff okay sorry um, we
1: promise we actually do like this movie
0: we do we do we do um i had the intro in uh and van damme uh i wrote it right here um i have the intro and uh, frank ducking the baby lieutenant um because it was just kind of funny it was just like of course they have to write this i just didn't understand like why the need to show that he was like a military guy that was just kind of very strange i I didn't remember that i guess so we have the guys chasing it yeah that's right which still doesn't make any sense but correct we'll get to that yeah um after after all of those scenes, we've got Frank meeting Ray. Yeah. Where are they supposed to be? Did they have like a fictional city? I know where, where are they... they I know what said. the actual city is. Yes. Yeah. I don't okay. think
1: they ever talked about it.
0: Okay. just at some hotel. Right. So, he meets him on the bus on the way to the hotel. And, of course... Ray is just like the prototypical American, like drinking a Budweiser and he's got his Harley Davidson shirt and his hat and, um, uh, harassing the locals. So, yeah. I love when they play video games. Once they yes. get to the hotel, I yep. like that part a
1: whole lot. Yeah. I have that one too. Um, the next thing after that I had is, is the, the, the death touch that you already mentioned breaking the brick, even yeah. though it's a, as you pointed out, it's nonsensical moment. But it's still yeah. fun to watch him break the bottom brick.
0: Yeah. Helmer and Rollins visited Tanaka in between there. Uh, and then Frank and Ray kind of go through all like the CD backgrounds to like figure out how all the Kumite stuff is so hidden from the reporters like Janice. Can I say Janice? <laughs> I can't say. <see. laughs> Janice. Yeah. It's my mom's actual
1: first name, but she Is uh, it? Hates <laughs> The full name she she refuses gotcha. to let anyone call her that
0: that wouldn't make sense when you say it you have to say it like that that's true what else did you have after the the death touch which is of course prototypical like standard martial arts fair right you oh just, yeah you have to throw the death touch in there uh just because it's it's fun it's the it's like king arthur and like, <laughs> like, like if you did high fantasy and didn't do something related to like King Arthur or a sword or something like that, that was ancient and needed to be found the, yeah. that's the, that's the martial arts, like, uh, uh, MacGuffin. Right. So. Yes,
1: absolutely. Uh, I really like the gambling on the, on, on Janus, um, <laughs> that little showdown with him and the guy where he takes the coin
0: out of his hand. Hussein. And so Hussein. Yeah. Um, I love the way he points at it. He doesn't say anything <laughs> just points down at his hand right after that we have the uh the kumite first round um in which the world record is broken in back-to-back fights and of course <laughs> chong lee takes it takes it personally uh that he he uh broke his record which is funny because he stared at the dude for like five seconds of the 14 that it took for him to break it. Um, So I was just like, dude, if you really wanted the world record, you just need to get after it. So
1: I love how the janitor steals the gold tooth during that scene. Yes. Yep. It's like this really (laughs) random. (laughs) It serves no other purpose.
0: Nope. It's just like, is, is like, is that going to come back? Nope. It's just funny. We just thought it was funny yeah i
1: had that too um i also have the next day when they get there ray breaking the brick and handing it to the judge yeah <laughs> like first first he he breaks the top one and then smooths up dusts all the dust you know dust everything off the, the look see it's still perfect and guy just stares <laughs> at him so he breaks it over his
0: head and uh it's good stuff after that, I had, uh, it, it's round two of the Kumite and it doesn't really kind of give you any like, Hey, this is like, when do we stop? Like, it just kind of goes, Oh, we had a couple of fights and then we just break for the day. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you never Some see like dudes... the bracket up on the wall. Karate Kid. Right. Side. That's all that they needed. Right. Karate yeah. Kid knew what it was doing. Like, just show us the bracket, man. Um, show us the 30 dudes that are fighting and how it gets to one. Right. Yeah, I could have sworn that the dude in the gold pants like got eliminated like 500 times. <laughs> um, but apparently that was I was misremembering him and like inserting him into other fights when that was not the case. So that was the most research that I did was did the cold pants guy get eliminated like five times. It's like, <laughs> did they use the same scenes in teen wolf, but just from different angles and slow motion and, and all of those things. Yeah. Uh, the second day of during, fighting, I love the, I love
1: the sumo fight. Like, oh yeah. The big dude, he finally yep. has to take the shirt off. Like, oh yep. okay. Time to actually work a little bit here.
0: He's just, you know, and he does the. Um, I wouldn't say it's the most iconic. Uh, like we're not. We're 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 going to do iconic moment later, but the more long lasting image of this movie, where where Johnny or uh, where uh, Frank does the splits and hits the sumo guy, in the the no no area. <laughs> we'll get into, uh, how that was turned into an homage that teenagers saw in our generation over and over and over again. <laughs> so, and during uh, round two, Chong Lee breaks the dude's leg and then, um, seemingly kills Ray, right? Yeah. Like you think he's dead. You 100% percent think that, uh, that, that Ray is dead. Um, but he's got another thing coming. We're almost there. It's not a spoiler. If you haven't watched this movie. You've I, had 35 years. Where have you been? And, and we just took you on a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> if you were just like, I don't care. I'm never going to watch this movie. I just want to listen to them talk about it. You're just like, okay, now you've sold me. Like, yes. I haven't even gotten to the end yet. I'm going to stop this. Here, and I'm you haven't got gotten to the with- best parts yet. Yeah. <laughs> the semifinal final fight against Paco. Oh yeah,
1: where he goes full Rocky Balboa and just starts telling him, Hit me.
0: <laughs> "Hit me! Come on!" You can't say it's the favorite scene, but we have to just mention it. Like the uh, Forest Whitaker's character, uh, Rollins, Helmer and Rollins show back up. They're the guys that are chasing him because he's in the military this whole time, and they're trying to get him to come back home because, because for some he's- reason, while he's on military furlough, he's in this not allowed to be in this. Uh, Underground fight, but they try to like prevent him from competing in the finals, and then he comes up with like or the semifinals, and he comes up with like the worst like excuse to be like, yeah, I want to do this, and I'll meet you at the airport tomorrow. And they're like, cool, bro. Okay, (laughs) like we we chased you all over all over this seedy town, but yeah, sure, okay, we'll stop now and we'll stay and watch. (laughs) Yes. With Janus, yeah. <laughs> Uh that leads us to the the finals, uh, where of course he has to put into practice his uh, blind fighting that he learned with Tanaka. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you would think that the snatching the goldfish would probably come in t- in more handy in right? in the fighting than the blind. No, that's uh, the just blind to pick fun. up the girl. Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tanaka told them when they were doing it. All right, this won't help you fight, but you'll you'll get girls with this one. Okay, <laughs> how do you think I got Mrs.
0: Tanaka? That's right. Uh, so, uh, of course, Frank wins the uh, the tournament by beating uh, Chong Li, and uh, he he wins the kumite for Tanaka. Uh, but then we ultimately end up in the hospital. Ray's okay, and we get some. Some guy I love, yeah. Like some bro hugs. Some I'll I'll be there for you anywhere, anytime. Kind of talk. It's good stuff.
1: Except he says like
0: anywhere, anytime,
1: any place. Like it's like redundant.
0: <laughs> like- <laughs> That's a good segue. Or oh, actually, uh, before we segue into it has to be one of the Kumite rounds, right? Yeah, definitely. I feel like a lot happens in round two.
1: It does. Like round two's got the sumo fight, Lee and Jackson.
0: Yeah, there's a lot in round 2. Mhm. Doesn't Chung lee or is, is does Chung lee kill the dude in the semifinals? There's that one where he it's like It's the semifinals. Okay. That's he, right. Yeah, okay. And they all turn their back on him. They're turning their back on him. Yeah,
1: cuz he walks
0: over and talks trash to Frank like, yeah, you're next. You're next. I love how they allow killing in it, but it's it's frowned upon in this establishment. Like <laughs> I mean, I think some of it's just the way he... Like, it's over. Oh, uh, okay. Like, that. Gotcha. it's just like, there was no... If, there, there's if, no honor It's kind of it's a, like... if he dies, he dies kind of thing. Rather <laughs> yeah. than a, I, I murdered this man in cold blood in front of everybody. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point.
1: Like, if it happens, we're okay with it. But needlessly doing it just to show off. Yeah. Not so cool, bro.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's move on to uh, Drax Award, which this is going... I think this rivals Wally. I think I had more in (laughs) Wally than I did in this, in this one. I've got, I've got six quotes. Oh, I got more than that. Okay. Gotcha. And they're literally one sentence. I have a couple of exchanges. Okay. Oh, sorry. One of them is an exchange. Okay. All right. You go first. Uh, Jackson Ray early on.
1: I love anything with full contact. I need a few more scars on my face.
0: <laughs> this guy like started in everything. Like we're, we're going to get into him later, but uh, he really loves playing this character. Like really loves playing this character. We need to use quotes around the word playing.
1: This playing. Character. Right. Like, yeah. I think this might just be him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell he, him that. Cause he's a scary it, dude. If this is right.
0: And he did it, the rest of his career as well. So, um, I can't even remember the context that I wrote this one in, but it's like, it's Victor. And he goes, is that good enough guys? I think it's after the death touch. That's right. That is, that is exactly what it was. Thank you. See, that's why we make a great team. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's gonna be plenty of Victor appearances
1: on my list here. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, when Frank goes to see Tanaka at the very beginning, are you awake, Shidoshi? Do you sleep with your eyes open? <laughs> 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 He's just laying there with his eyes open.
0: Uh, Chong Lee, very good, but Brick not hit back, yes. uh, which is a uh, kind of a, a throwback to Enter the Dragon, uh, where Bruce Lee, which is funny enough, uh, both uh, Chong Lee and Tanaka were in that movie. Uh, uh and bruce lee's famous uh, line was like whenever they like hit hit the boards it was a a board uh, scene where they were all breaking them and he goes boards don't hit back he wants to be bruce lee um he does when, when you Victor... want to be fonzie don't you <laughs> <laughs> sorry I do. yes i do i have that written down too oh, i know right i notes wrong notes <laughs>
1: Uh, when when Victor comes to meet the boys, are you Jackson? You look like a Jackson. And that would make you Frank Ducks, Dukes. Oh, like put
0: up your Dukes. It just it cracks me up every time. Uh, Ray walks in on uh, on Frank uh, doing his, his splits in the room. <laughs> and he goes, oh, that hurts me just looking at it.
1: Better stop doing that stuff. You might want to have kids someday. <laughs> I had that one too. I don't know why it gets me every time. The uh when, when Victor's about to take them back for the first time and there's like the, the guard it says, Okay, USA, like it kills me. <laughs> Giant grin, the thumbs yep. up. It's so cheesy. Like, did you guys just grab someone off the street and say, Hey, you wanna
0: be in a movie? Right. Rave looks at uh, Chong Li and he goes, I'm gonna kill you, man. Yeah, you man. You got it? I was like, Wow. There. I guess we were still doing uh lots of cocaine at the end of the 80s. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they do Bill Simmons favorite thing and Jackson looks at Frank and goes,
0: "That's why they call it Bloodsport kid."
1: <laughs> That's the name of the movie.
0: Chong Lee, you break my record. Now I break you like I break your friend. Like that was a uh, very much a if he dies, he dies. Absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah. I had that one too. Oh. But before they make him do the the death touch, Victor goes, what's the difference if Bruce Springsteen is his <laughs> Uh
0: Last one I have is uh, Jackson and Victor. Uh, Jackson says, time to separate the men from the boys. And Victor goes, just be sure Chong Li doesn't separate your head from your body.
1: <laughs> the one I had left too. Nice. Which one's your favorite? Oh, actually, I have Victor with one more. Oh, okay, yeah. I skipped it, sorry. When they're walking through all the seedy parts of town, getting to the Kumite, and he goes, once you step out of the light and into the narrow corridors, it's time for Detect Your Nuts, boys.
0: (laughs) Okay, that one's one's my favorite. Uh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. I love Victor. He's so funny. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's move on to uh, Recognize My face.
1: Bolo Young, is Mm-hmm. I, I, I debate it because he's actually like, once you dig in, you're like, oh, this guy's like huge, just not mm-hmm.
0: for us. Right. That's all I got just in the recognize my face category. It's hard for Bolo Young because this is the movie that like, if you found him in anything else, you'd just be like, butt sport. He's chungly. Yeah. Chung Lee. Yes. Um, but uh, mine was uh, Enter the Dragon, a young Bolo Young. He's uh, in the 1973 movie with uh, Bruce Lee. And as I mentioned before, Tanaka, Roy Chiao, he's in that movie as well. Uh, but he's also in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. He's the guy that um, Indiana Jones is trying to get the emerald from in the, uh, in the music club. Wow, I just yeah. watched that. He totally is. Yep. Or it's, it may not be the emerald. It may be a sapphire. It was blue, right? Yeah. Some, some jewel, some yeah. jewel. There we go. Uh, and then Jackson, he's more famous from uh, revenge of the nerds. He, he plays uh ogre in that, uh, in that uh, film franchise. So uh, I had this written down
1: later, but I might as well bust it out now. Donald Gibb. Yeah. Yep. U and M Lobo basketball player in the what? 1972-73 season. Yes, he played a grand total of five minutes in two games. <laughs>
0: everyone's a Lobo, but everyone's a Lobo. <laughs> and now he runs a karaoke bar in Chicago. Nice. All right, let's get on to who beefed. We're, we're going to oh. try not to to maim this movie because it's <laughs> look it's it's one it, of those movies that you look back fondly on until you watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> How long it had, has it been since you watched it? Man, a while. Like it was been at least some 10 random years like, for me. I
1: can't sleep and it's on Netflix one mm, night, moment mm-hmm. or something. When you know, because it it cycles on and off of all time. right. But I probably fell asleep watching it. Whenever it was, I probably woke up the next day and just fast forwarded to like the last parts just to watch. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a while.
0: So so does it hold up? It holds up for what it is.
1: Yeah. Cause the fighting is still good. Like yeah. it still works for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so that's all I'm here for. Like, I'm not here for this all in-depth plot.
0: Yeah. actors still funny and the fights are still fun. So, yeah. I noticed that I was a lot more like, like uh movie action has come a long way since this movie. Oh yeah. Um, And so even though you can tell that a lot of the guys are like, Famous, like Paco is like a Muay Thai, like boxing, like dude, like it all of the guys are martial artists. Obviously Jean-Claude Van Damme was as well. So was Bolo Young, but you can definitely tell that they're acting in this and like pulling some punches and doing some stuff because it was just like, Hey, let's get this thing done, pumped out and shout out to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we all knew even back in the late 80s that this wasn't a great movie but you just give it a lot more leeway as a yeah as a little kid you know so you know what you're getting in for once you see jean-claude van Damme's the star though
1: right at this point at this point in the moment yes. you didn't because he was right great, but like mm-hmm. now for us we're like oh it's an old jean Claude movie like this is yeah. what it's gonna be so
0: that's true yeah anybody coming in right now would be like oh this is the movie Oh, okay. Cool. You know. Uh least favorite scene. Uh basically anything that involved uh Janice and the
1: love yes. for scrap. You could exactly. just you could just cut it all out. Yep. I especially don't need to see Jean-Claude Van Damme's butt while he's getting dressed. That's, <laughs>
0: that's literally what I said in the the next one. In, uh if you were to edit the movie, what would you remove? It's like, uh, yeah,
1: no thanks. Like, no. were you trying to drop this in there for a moment? To like, oh, the ladies will show up for this now. Like, no, <laughs> they're still not showing up because they never came to watch. Uh, so good. You have like an hour and a half long movie that's like a solid 45 to 50 minutes of fighting. Right. Like. My wife has no interest in watching this movie ever, and never has in her entire life. <laughs> You're not hooking her in, so she can wait for that. Fo- she's not a guy; she's not going to wait through a whole horrible movie for four <laughs> seconds in Jean Claude's butt. If you tell a guy that if you, if you tell a 15 year old guy, hey, there's a scene in this movie, like they'll watch anything for that moment. Girls aren't going to do that. Sorry, sorry, Jean Claude. That's true. What What do you got for uh, plot holes and quibbles? So, they know he's going to hong kong <laughs> <laughs> and yet they're still chasing him like they don't just go to hong kong and wait like is there no i know it's pre night way pre 9 11 so like yeah things are not as tight and stringent but i'm still pretty sure the united states military and government could figure out hey he's on this flight right or you know maybe send somebody to just be waiting at the airport to watch for frank not all right we got to send these two dudes and they're like go in the Tanaka's house. They're like a day behind for like the first half of the movie somehow, (laughs) even though they said they knew he was going to Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, Not to mention this whole premise of, oh, we need to protect him because he's this great asset, and yet when they finally do catch up to him and try to capture him at the end again, they send guys to attack him and then try to tase him. (laughs) How is that any better than just letting him fight in the Kumite? Like... (sighs) I mean he could die he could die you're trying to tase him yeah (laughs) dude's jumping out of side windows with guns at him and stuff but no right don't go fight (laughs) don't go do the thing
0: you're completely trained to do don't do that one of my questions is how long was this military furlough like (laughs) i would expect like two weeks max and it seems like he's gone like an eternity uh i don't know between like traveling and then fighting And then seeing Tanaka and all of these other things, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, the timeline's a little fuzzy in my memory. Well, and I don't know, like,
1: was he close to where Tanaka was still? Like, did he really, like, was that just a drive over to Tanaka's house? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of unanswered little bits in there. Yeah. It does feel longer, too, because he sits there and stares at the Katana and has, like, an
0: entire life flashback right and i think that's right what i wrote it was like it was showing it was the flashback within the flashback <laughs> and so like i I got mixed up now that i think about that i was like oh yeah because i was like he, his butt kicked by tanaka for a real long time is he ever going to go back to the military <laughs> <laughs> i already made fun of the fact that after they find him and he you know
1: uses the trash can lid to protect himself from the mm, days. Mm-hmm. We didn't even mention how cheesy that part is, but <laughs> that then they just go watch him fight. And it's just funny. Like this super secretive Kumite. They're like, we yeah. have to hold this like in this crazy place. And Oh, the U S government's here. Yeah, sure. They yeah. can stick around and watch no big deal. Yeah
0: who cares yeah. that it's so secretive yeah the the hong kong military oh yeah, yeah. They, they've been trying to bust this place for years come on yeah. in
1: boys we're up to the finals
0: <laughs> we we'll love it I, I loved it at the very beginning uh when the the little baby lieutenant goes into the um uh to tell the colonel that he messed up the colonel is so bad that they had to dub him like yeah <laughs> like like you have two lines and you couldn't deliver them in a way that was like coherent and so they had to dub you later
1: in this movie right (laughs) like (laughs) this isn't some like 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 scorsese oscar nominated thing that's no this is blood sport with jean-claude van damme like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah how bad was that guy i think it's really weird when chong lee's little minion puts the salt pill in his pants Like, the thing thing that he uses on Frank to blind him, like, why couldn't you just hand that to him and then he puts it in his pants?
0: No. (laughs) That was, like, way too close for comfort. Right? The last thing I had on uh, Quibbles was, did you notice how the fighting surface, like, moves back and forth from, like, this, like, sloped piece? Like, it has, like, these slopes on, like, the sides, and then all of a sudden it's, like, flat everywhere and then it's sloped again like i thought it you, was only it, sloped for the final oh maybe that's what it was okay and maybe they like, had changed, it in which, there
1: like why would it change for the fight it still doesn't make any sense right like yeah. oh we need we need to be bigger and to go yeah. at an angle like friend right. who has the high ground <laughs> george uh, lucas watched Bloodsport, right <laughs> I really uh, want to know how the sun dies. Like, this is the biggest, like, just game yeah. Game. Mm-hmm. This is like foundational to like the character to everything. Right. Like, this is why this movie happens is because the right. sun dies. Is, and there's like nothing. There's not yeah. like any explanation. We just jump from their little boys to we're staring he at his picture dead. and mourning over right. his death. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, nothing. You
0: couldn't throw me like a thirty second scene where right. And, and it was right there in front of you like all you had to do was say like uh chong Li killed him in the last kumote and he's coming to exact revenge like on top of like like showing that uh uh Tanaka's, like training like elevated him to be able to to be the winner of the kumite
1: yeah so is that what you think happened to the sun you think he's the guy that chong Li killed oh for sure i think it's heavily implied but never overtly stated so i don't think it is i read that a lot that was the big like that's yeah. the huge theory but like would okay. you mention that
0: and it was like they weren't editing things for time either right <laughs> <laughs> you had all the time in the world it you wasn't like hey we're at three and a half hours and the round two took 45 we need to cut out know. the plot it might point, have been editing for know. time
1: because they knew that they were going to have to leave room for commercials and keep this under two hours. <laughs> <laughs>
0: TNT is going to love this one. <laughs> They're going to go back to back with Shawshank. It's going to be a great day. A great Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Breakout performance. Who do you got?
1: Jean-Claude. I mean, Oh yeah.
0: Is, this is it. Big this is why we know who he is to this. Yeah. day. So before this, he was an extra in Breakin', <laughs> uh, a soldier in missing in action. The, uh, Vietnam movie with uh, Chuck Norris. And then after this uh, comes out, uh, which is why he's the breakout uh, kickboxer, Lionheart double impact and universal soldier back to back to back. So pretty awesome. It's a good run. Yeah. I think cyborg was in there. I was never a big cyborg guy. I think I watched it like once and I was like, I need you to be, Like in a martial arts tournament, whether it's underground or legit. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care how, but you just need to be hand-to-hand
1: fighting with someone. Right. None of this this robot stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, before they were stars? Oh, I mean, Forrest Whitaker's hanging out right there.
0: He's right there, but it's like this weird little place. Like obviously he's like, he's like fast times at Ridgemont high would be like the ultimate, like before they were stars. Cause he's in it for like a second. He's just like the big, like uh football player. Um, and then I think the, he was in, um, oh gosh, what was the other war? platoon. He had a really small part in platoon. Oh yeah. And then he was really good in good morning Vietnam. But would that be like he's, he he's gets not so overshadowed because yeah. robin williams is just williams so is, huge yeah um, he was nominated right after this uh, for um his uh, performance in uh, bird which is a clint eastwood movie he's he plays charlie bird parker the famous saxophone player um, but then he goes into like relative obscurity until like ghost dog Way of yeah. the Samurai. Like, it's just like, and then he, he um, the, his big performance is uh, Last King of Scotland, uh, where he was uh, uh, nominated for an Oscar. So, um, and then, of course, he's just Forrest Whitaker now, Uh Nice.
1: Deception. Booglet. it. Bugle
0: it. <laughs> you knew we couldn't handle it. You knew. You knew it. Uh, that might be the only time we get to do Forest Whitaker, uh, Sagrera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't bust it out during uh, uh, Tales of the Jedi when we got a chance to make fun of Sagrera. So we were we were restrained. We did a good job. Um, iconic moment. Do you have anything? I got nothing. Does uh, him doing the splits seven times in this movie count? <laughs> <laughs> or, or does the the split no no punch like <laughs> being no ne- neither yeah. of those things actually count? <laughs> Emperor Palpatine, Jim Carrey, unlimited power over actor award. This, there's some stiff competition. I before you before you start, I put. I know that I do this a lot, um, and the joke is worn thin. But I put literally everyone. <laughs> like, no.
1: The uh the Kumite judges are definitely not eating enough That's to true. That's stand, true. That's hey, true. you're right. Stand right, you're right here, don't talk. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I had to give it to Chong lee Oh like, yeah. For the farmer, as you put it, the farmer <laughs> <laughs> that was great. But like, wait, his little dance, which is hmm. now the King Hippo dance forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> when he flexes, when he's holding Jackson's bandana and he waves yes. it and yes. then grabs it and then flexes again. <laughs> like like he flexes and then flexes more. Like, how did yeah. you just do that? But, <laughs> and then especially when he runs after Frank. Yeah. With the double, like the, that, the, with his hands over his head mm-hmm. like, and his eyes. Oh, man. Just the crazy eyes coming at you.
0: Yeah. Makes for a great villain. Yes. If you're not chewing up the scenery as a villain, like, what are you doing? Right yeah. Now? This is your chance. Yeah. Technical cinematography nerd stuff. I feel like they could have tightened up some of the action, like, and, uh, like, especially when, uh, in the training montage with Tanaka, like he is just definitely like a step too slow. And like, all you have to do to fix that is just do like really quick camera pans and slow motion, and you can hide that stuff very easily, uh, and they chose not to do it. And so (laughs) it looks a little bit dated and a little bit sad there's this weird like sound editing situation going on like Chongli lee will like yell sometimes and you can't hear a thing and <laughs> yeah. it's just really really strange like like some of the uh uh the the choices that they made for some of the sound editing that was going on i don't know
1: they just didn't have a sound editor somebody <laughs> came in and uh
0: yeah he played had pl- he played, was gonna- he played
1: young frank and edited the sound <laughs>
0: A uh, uh, favorite song or score moment. So I love this. That it's
1: it's like the song they wrote for it, which I totally forgot to write down the name of. <sighs> Fight now. to survive. Yes. When they just start chanting Kumite, Kumite. <laughs> so I read. So they replaced the vocalists for the soundtrack version, mm-hmm. and the soundtrack was nominated for a Grammy. What? From this movie, I looked it
0: up. That is funny. That is hilarious. But apparently
1: they, they went back finally in like 2001 or something and re-released it with the original
0: like from the movie recording of that guy singing it's a pretty good song i'm not gonna lie like just kind of like the the nostalgia of like oh yeah this is exactly like what somebody would write in the 80s for a movie yes. like this it's just very like the beat the the music like the, the it's um, completely written to do a fighting
1: montage yes yes yep I sing it yeah. for at least two weeks after watching this movie every single
0: day, I've just had Kumite stuck. running around in my head like over and over. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: I'll just be sitting at the table and my head just starts bouncing to that. And <laughs> my kids and my wife are looking at me like, I don't want to know what he has to say over there. Hey, just-
0: let's move on to um, uh, spiritual metaphors and illustrations. Do we have to? This is... <laughs> This was hard, right? So hard because This was the, the, the most time that I spent on my notes. <laughs> so a few things.
1: I, I thought about going, a, a brother is born for adversity, talking about Jackson and Frank, mm. which would, mm-hmm. you know, works. Tanaka has a great line when he's talking to Frank's parents about training him that says, like vines, children mm. need training. Like, mm-hmm. That was good. That was good. But it's like a brief fleeting moment. I decided to talk about the death touch instead. <laughs> Plus, I knew it would make that happen. I love that. I love that. Frank has to show them that he belongs to Tanaka. Like, he has Mm, to do something to show. I like it. Because they're like, you know, you don't look like a Tanaka. Um, Mm. So, he has to do something that proves, like, yes, I'm with Tanaka. I'm with this. You know, I know this. And so, we, we have a way to show ourselves, too. It's not a death touch, thankfully. I don't have to kill anyone or break a brick. But, like we're supposed to be marked by who has trained us and raised us and, and our father too. So God, our, our Shidoshi. Jesus. Ooh, yes. Oh. I want to teacher that says Jesus is my Shidoshi. Now.
0: Jesus That's... is my Shidoshi. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um,
1: but, you know, he tells us that, you know, loving other people love will be the thing that marks you, that people know you belong to me because of this. So mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not as, not as uh cool as a death touch, maybe, but uh
0: it's much better. It's a life touch. Oh
1: no, that's like a picture studio, people. Right, right? I write <laughs> checks to them all the time for my pictures.
0: So, so Tanaka like comes across Frank, and he's kind of he's he's kind of like this foreigner. Um, trying to steal from him. Right. And he's, but he sees the potential in him. He sees that he's lost his way and that he needs direction. Um, And he ultimately like treats him like he's his son. Right. Um, And I just kind of saw that as like a picture of like sharing the gospel and like discipling people Um, just kind of thinking of like Paul and Barnabas and like Philip and the eunuch, like here's somebody that like comes in and kind of once sees something cool uh, as like, like he sees the katana in his, uh, and he knows that he's, he's trying to be respectful of it and not steal it. Um, but he sees the reverence of something and wants to know more about it. Just like the eunuch is just kind of interested in what Philip and, and we're there to to be teachers and to share the gospel. And then ultimately to lead and disciple, like it's got a, it's got a good picture of that, like where he's like, not only did he kind of forgive him for something that he did towards him, but he brings him into his family and talks to his parents. And you mentioned like the talk about like, Hey, he needs training and he needs discipline and all of these things. Martial arts are, are a good way to do that, but we should be actively looking to disciple like younger people. and. In our congregations and 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 share the word with new believers and to to help raise them up not just to share and and go yeah we want somebody for Christ I don't know what they're doing now. I didn't plug them into a church or disciple you them gotta or lead them. You got to teach them to do the death touch so that they can right, show exactly. themselves that they belong to Jesus <laughs> by doing the, oh, we mixed stuff up So uh So, admittedly, it was a stretch, but that was the, the best that I could come It didn't up feel with.
1: like a stretch at all. I liked it. It was good. <laughs> they went together too. We had, we
0: had metaphors yeah. that matched. Yeah. Random thoughts and useless trivia that you found out.
1: Uh, This movie was an inspiration for Mortal Kombat. And Johnny Cage is a
0: parody of Van Damme. For sure. Um, Like, even the whole thing. Like, just like the whole, like, Kumite. And, like, they were just like, what if we did a Kumite out in, like, uh, sci-fi world? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's do do that. (laughs) What if we grabbed the Highlander, dude? (laughs) (laughs) Let's
1: just steal characters from movies and make them
0: fight right mm-hmm. this is one of the few films featuring scenes filmed inside the kowloon uh, walled city uh, before its destruction i just thought that it was just kind of a random city but apparently the kowloon walled city was like very famous uh, it was just this natural city like those like like just the walls and the um uh, I don't want to, I, I guess, shanties uh, that they just stacked one on top of the other. Like was just all, like n- there was no city planning going on with that. Like there's all kinds of like crazy YouTube documentaries and stuff. If you really want to get into uh, Kowloon walled city, it was like the highest population density in the world at one point. It was like, uh, I want to say like they said upwards of like 80 to 90,000 people like within like six acres. Uh, and so it was just like the, the greatest population density until they were just like kicked everybody out and, uh, destroyed it. Yeah. So just crazy stuff.
1: Frank Dukes, the real life Frank Dukes, not the character Frank Dukes says it was all true. This is how it went down. This is what happened. But if you want an internet rabbit hole that you could just stay on for days,
0: (laughs) just go Google Frank Dukes right, and have fun. So, he, uh, along with this, he claims that he was an undercover CIA operative <laughs> uh, and, and no one else has like confirmed any of his stories that he uses as his basis for this, like he never won any like martial arts tournaments, he doesn't have his own recognized martial arts. He was in the, in the like, um, now that FOIA requests are a big thing. So, if you work in the government, Freedom of Information Act, like, you can literally just be like, I want to FOIA who the heck Frank Dukes is, so people can do that now. Uh, back back in the 80s, there was no internet, and so you just trusted people. <laughs> <laughs> he said he did it, so. Right. sure it happened. So, he was in the U.S. Marine Corps uh, Reserve, but he was never posted overseas, uh nor was he in southeast asia as he claimed uh this one's my favorite though the cia has no record of his ever working with them but of course they wouldn't if he was (laughs) (laughs) okay so
1: that's why it's uh, the greatest thing ever to claim because there's no way like i worked for the cia of course that's
0: what they would tell you you can't can't (laughs) prove me wrong
1: they won't tell you see (laughs) well of course they won't tell you
0: (laughs) Um, all right, so besides Victor, whose movie is it? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Why
1: did I think that's still my answer. It's Van Dam. I mean, yeah, this is we he's still making movies and show like he still does stuff, he still works.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody knows his name. My kids know who he is because he appears on an episode of Friends that they're watching through. Oh. Like, Who's this guy? And I'm like, Jean Claude Van Damme, <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> I look at Damn. my daughter, and I was like, you won't care. And I look at my son and go, someday. someday. Watch Bloodsport.
0: Yeah. Um, and Kickboxer. And Lionheart. <laughs> what are you, okay, so since we'll never do those movies, like, of the, the Van Damme trilogy, as I would like to call them, ooh, this one's obviously the favorite. Yes. Which one do you like more, Kickboxer or Lionheart? I feel Lionheart has, like... A little bit more of a story to go off of yeah because he like like buys a bike for a kid and, yeah right i'm like but then I, there's I, the dancing and kickboxer <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean but do we see his butt in any of the others so does it really count <laughs> um i don't know let's work kind of sort of alone for me for the most part yeah like i don't i lionheart probably wins out i probably watched it more than kickboxer yeah. but both of those were like a handful of times, and I can't tell you how many times I've watched
0: Bloodsport. Bloodsport, yeah. Uh, I I probably watched like Lionheart at least five or six, maybe even like upwards of that. Like, I can still see like the uh, uh, the villain dude like in my dreams.
1: Like, only one called the Quest that he goes and fights in tournament too. I don't remember that one. I just remember he wore this weird like braided headband thing through the whole thing that looked really stupid. Oh,
0: I know which one you're talking about. What's yep. What's that one called?
1: I mean, I really love him in Kung Fu Panda too when he plays Master yes. Croc. Master Croc.
0: <laughs> Roger Moore is in is in the quest. <laughs> and the guy from Highlander. Yes. Oh, good stuff. All right. Street Fighter,
1: he was pretty good, you know. Oh yeah. He
0: played that part well. Played Kyle. All right. That's all we have for uh Blood Sport. Uh let us know your thoughts uh on our Facebook page at the Phileo Podcast or on our Instagram at Phileo Podcast All Lowercase All One Word, or you can email us at podcast at gmail.com Great job, buyers. Good brownies. Good brownies. Yeah,